Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yo, bartender. Hey, yo, bartender. Let me get the drink. Let me get a shot. Hey man, you know, you know you put up to the bar bar clothes. Come on, come on, come on, man. I, 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 you, 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 you gotta, gotta be able to get a shot, man. Come on. You look like you drink, man. Take it, man. We about to get a shot. So you tell me all these people out here, they got drinks and they got shots. I can't get me the bar clothes. Okay, man. I don't know what else to say. I got to show them half my head. I'm trying to get to it. But last call to me. You know what? That's all right. Don't, you know what? Don't, don't, don't even worry about it. All right. All right. Tell you, I'm going to give you one drink. Look, look. One drink? I can't do one drink. I can't do one drink. Because I really do. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. Look like you got a lot of money. You need to get one drink. Poor girl. Ain't no last call. All right. Welcome to Bar Talk with Jay. Welcome. One of the things I want to brought to you by is Dispose, LLC. This is a government company that's been around for a small amount of time because I'm trying to make big things happen. So I just need you to go to the website and see all the pretty trucks we got. Don't worry about how pretty it is. Just understand we are trying to get that trash away from you. So, again, I know a lot of y'all are still scared over this COVID thing. And then they talk about another wave. How clean is your grid? If it ain't clean, give us a call and we'll drop a can and make it all disappear. That's right. Some person said a long time ago it just go away that trash won't it won't but you can make a chance of making it by calling me yes dispose yes llc all right y'all now i gotta get back to this person been rocking with me now going on five years september 15th changes coming around the corner but i need to know how you're doing tonight crap tonight how you doing big baby doing good jay doing good man everything's lovely bro i like that man yeah yeah, I don't have too many mm-hmm. bad days. How you doing tonight, man? I mean, I have all kind of days. Yeah? I be pushing for the good days. I really do. I wake up, I don't stub my toe, nothing. Right. And then somebody going to call me with that foolish ring. That foolishness. And I'm like, why? But see, you can't let the foolishness inside. That's the key. I try yeah. my best not to, but it be in my ear. Yeah. But why is it even coming in my ear? Why do you got to come to me early in the morning with food? Just you ain't going to never stop that process. Oh, That's right. coming from the outside in. See, as long as you got the armor on, you're going to uh, be all right. Uh, you know what I mean? I ain't going to lie. It runs off. I must <laughs> got some armor. I'll be like, hold on. Why are you calling me with this? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. They sorry, but then they keep on talking. Yeah, they keep on asking. <laughs> right? Can somebody help me with that? 
ain't no, ain't no answer for that. Listen, man, somebody they in need. They just whatever need. They just need. No, no, no. Don't mean you gonna be the answer. But the they right. already need. So yeah, that's your shop. That's yeah. the hell you need. Right? Girls in the morning. Call this is just food. the right way to introduce our show. <laughs> this is Bar Talk with Jay. My name is Craftmatic. This is my boy Smooth Jay, and of course we oh, are God. here to share a very interesting and powerful dialogue with you tonight. We want you to uh, participate from your seat wherever you are uh, by just observing the ideas here. How would you respond? What would you do? What is your opinion? How do our stories and opinions make a difference? Really try to develop yourself through this discussion. Make some real conscious decisions about what you're going to do going forward. As a result of this, this is how we build the spirit. And by the time you get to that situation, you'll already have a wall built up to be able to deal with the issue at hand. Mm-hmm. So uh, we certainly thank you folks for being here with us tonight. And, um, you know, we are certainly... Uh, just just grateful for the opportunity to keep doing this show and keep bringing wonderful ideas. We hope you love the show. And, of course, uh, we always start the show off with a prayer. You know, Jay? Oh, no, man. Give it to him, man. Ain't nobody cashing me. No one thing. Well, yeah, go ahead, man. I don't know what's up with that, man. You know what I mean? We need, I, listen, I'm going to cash at you tonight. Hey, <laughs> you know, again, I really care for people to more listen and pour into their own soul right. than just to give to me. I've been blessed. Right. The good Lord has blessed me. Where I'm not gonna say I don't want any donations, I don't want anything, but I want to do things for other people. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. a lot of things we're trying to do here yeah. in this studio that we use our own money to make sure we go back to other people, to the kids, to the community, and why? Because we carry people. It ain't because somebody tell us to. I'm the CEO. I'm one of the ones that's sitting there on the on the front line saying this is what we got to do, and I'll be on the front line doing it. So I've been doing this show, doing it, and I want to keep on doing great things. So I just need your cooperation, your help, your shares, your likes. And again, we can do a lot of things together. So when I do an event, come on out. See what I do. There you go. And let's hand this show over to the Lord. Uh, Tonight's objective is to get close to God. And uh, it's kind of a meditation, even maybe more than a prayer. But tonight our focus is to get close to you, Heavenly Father. And we ask that uh, you would be here with us tonight and uh, anoint this show, anoint this word, and just bring something powerful here tonight. God, we know that you are so good. You are right on time, God. You keep our feet on solid ground, and we thank you for that tonight. We ask, Father, that your love continue to guide us in all of our ways. Don't let our feet stumble and keep us on the path of righteousness. We ask, Heavenly Father, that your intelligence would renew our minds and our understanding of this life and our walk in life. We ask, Father, that you would give us strength and allow us to keep fighting even when we don't know where we're going. We know that he fills us. He fills us with his grace and with his mercy. Even when we don't deserve it, he fills our cup to overflowing. He anoints us with our gifts and our talents to service the world and to provide for ourselves. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. He is our all in all, and we just thank you, Heavenly Father, tonight that you would never let us go, that you would never lead us astray, and that you would never leave our side. We thank you for your, in your precious name for this show, and that you would do your good and powerful work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Ooh, crap. Amen. What's going on over there, bro? Yeah. You, you doing some touching. Show you ain't trying to be a vegan or something? I'm not trying to be, but I can't right. do this liquor alone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Oh, that's <laughs> I'd have been down there in the church hall. Yeah. <laughs> That's just real talk, right? Hey, Love the Lord. That's what we man. do over here. Love the Lord. Real talk. And uh, let's go ahead and cover last week's topic. Uh-oh. The question was, 
Did you expect to be single at this point in your life? The answer was no. I didn't. I didn't see myself being single at this point because I was married. And uh, I'd like to say I thought I would be married forever because that's what the vows was and it didn't work out. Um, but I will say, uh, looking back at myself and the mistakes I made, I can understand why I'm single now. Yeah. You have to take time to reflect and also understand where you're going before you start dragging other people into your life. And yes. I like to say, we like to keep a big circle of friends. Okay, well, you might want to drop that and understand you. Because a lot of times you're hanging with people that ain't even understanding you. And that's another reason why your ass is going to be single or staying single is because of the company you keep. And it's almost like the altitude of where you're going to be. So if you start off a little bit smaller, control what you have around you, you might be able to see more in your future. And then you can get back to what he has for you compared to what you want. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I never expected to be single at this point in my life. Um, my vision for my life was always to be a family man. Okay. And uh, to have a wife, uh, you know, one beautiful woman who we take care of each other and just live a great life together. And, um, you know, it, it just turns out that it hadn't been that way, but it don't mean that it won't end up that way. That's, there you go. And, uh, you know, I'm still faithful over this grand idea of love mm. that nobody seems to be getting hold of. <laughs> uh, Does that make me crazy? Does that make me I don't really think it makes you crazy. It's just a lot of times uh, people fall in love with the notion of love and they forget about the people that you're trying to fall in love with. Yeah, they gotta be on that same notion. Yeah, they gotta be on that same page, and people will play you because they see your goodness and the fact that you want to be with one person. Well, everybody else want to play, and then they end up playing you because they can't understand you because they just want you. Right, and that's why I feel that that they fell in love with the fact of you being in love, but they're not. But to some people, I fall in love. He got money. Is this and is that? Well, that that maybe shoulda coulda maybe is what destroys you. You know, you really have to be there. If you're not there, it's okay to say it. Yeah. I think that's half our problem. We're scared to be honest. We're scared to be truthful with ourselves. It's, it's like, no, because you might judge me. Well, we're judging you anyway off what your past was and what you already did. So speak your mind. Let your, your spirit out, but you won't. Yeah. You, 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 society got you where you, you pay. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one of the things we continue to talk about in this show is that nobody's healing. People are just kind of going from relationship to relationship. And I think we talked a little bit about, you know, there are some people who just don't know that they're broken. Right. And, uh, and but, you know, they keep having the same experiences with several different people. I didn't know I was broken for a long time. Right? Kind of won't quite wake up. And, uh, you know, that'll keep you single. And, and you know, I'll <laughs> yeah, That'll keep you single. That'll keep you uh, without significant other, you know, until you fix that or heal that. And so, uh, you know, we're just encouraging folks. The healing starts with the Lord. You know, we don't know how to fix it. We don't know how to overcome many years of bad behaviors and bad beliefs and, you know, negative attitudes. But God does. And uh, if you start asking for some help, you know, that uh, you don't want to be single, you want to be with a significant other, you know, you got to ask. You got to ask for just that, you know. So uh, I believe it was a fantastic show, man. I'm. Uh, as I went back and listened to it, just so many great ideas about uh, really understanding myself and uh, determining what I want, what I will and will not have, and what I will and will not put up with. There's a lot of good thera therapeutic dialogue there. And so I uh, would love for you folks to go back and take a look at it. We are all over the Internet. Facebook, YouTube, Periscope, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts. 
Spreaker. Uh, what else am I missing now? Man, I don't, think you, I don't think you missed too much anything. Then to me, you know, you can go to Tinder, <laughs> POF, wherever you might want to date. We're gonna be there as well. Um, and the whole thing is to find you no matter where you at. Right. Right. So uh, go back and take that out. You know, uh, like us, share us, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, like, yes. share, subscribe. Yes. Um, you know, I-, I wanted to just take a moment uh, since we got a little bit of time here okay. to just talk about finding your perfect space in life. Mm. Right. Okay. And I don't really even know where I'm going, but finding your perfect space mm. in life is is about balance with the world, right? Okay. And it's about, um, you know, you don't want to be out in front of a whole lot of people doing a lot of stuff and having to do all that, but if you're going to achieve your goal in life, you got to get out there and get it done. Mm-hmm. And so your perfect space in life is to get out there and get it done. And uh, we're sometimes lounging on a place that is not our perfect space. It's a place of apathy. It's a place where we sit on the sideline and just wonder and hope that things are going to get done in our life, hope that our life is going to change, hope that some, you know, major event, you know, that we're going to win the lottery or, you know, Mr. Wright's going to show up in, you know, in, in, in armor and, and a horse. Um, you know, we have to go and get life. That is what life is really about for us, for humanity. It's about going to get something. It's about going to achieve something. It's about going to make a difference. Uh, not only for yourself, but for the world. And some of you, some of your gifts are not designed to help you. Some of your gifts are designed to help other people. And if you, and if you start pouring into other people, you'll find that God will start nurturing your life in ways that uh, you just never thought possible. And so uh, finding your perfect space is really about assessing um, whether you are sitting on the sideline or whether you're really getting up and going to attack life, right? Mm-hmm. Attacking life is the, is the measure of the day. You got to go and get it. Write it down and go and get it. Every step that you take, I promise you, is going to be in the land of unknown. You're not going to know if it's going to produce fruit. You're not going to know if that meeting's going to work. You're not going to know if that conversation you had made a difference. But you have to keep fighting. You have to keep grinding. And you have to keep focused on your promise. Otherwise, your life means nothing. You're spinning your wheels and you're not producing any fruit for anybody to include yourself. Wow. Time to go and get life, man. That's what we're all about in this day. If you've got a gift or a talent, it's time to put it into uh, into motion because uh, God needs that energy. He needs that love. He needs that that intention to go and help somebody. It certainly adds uh, so much power and measure to the kingdom of heaven, which uh, we want to experience right here on earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do that by doing our part. You know, we're all, it's all the law of karma. You know, what you give, you get. And so uh, if you're sitting in apathy, do something. Do something for somebody else if you don't want to do nothing for yourself. I totally agree. But find your space in life. Comments, Jake? Yes, man. I like to say that's one of the things that helped motivate me to start doing some things for myself. One of the scariest things is listening to other people. Listening to other people. Yes. Because they're, they're not there and, and we're not taught from school. School teaches you how to work a job. Right. It don't teach you how to get out here and start your own. Right. So you have to get uh, a tolerance up to ignore the things that you're being told that goes right along with the philosophy of what school taught you as well. 
do this to work, but I don't care just to do that. I feel like I can do something else. And, well, you ain't go to school for it, get it. But give me an opportunity. Well, nobody's really, so you force your way to get the opportunity. So now you get shot down, you, you, you get told, and, and you got to have that faith to go past that. Absolutely. And that's where everybody say, you know, it's a fear of doing it. It's because you already know it's an obstacle, and you don't want no resistance. Well, there's going to be resistance in the world no matter what you do. Yeah. At least be happy doing what you want to do. Right. And I promise you that resistance was nothing compared to the resistance I was having when I thought I was happy at a job, and then they left me behind go because yeah. everybody's expendable. Yeah. I felt like I was doing a good job. It would never have happened to me. After 20-some years, it still happened. So now what? Now I got to start it all over and do something else. So now why don't I do it for me? Why don't you do it for you? For I can see it, and I can measure it, and if something go bad like that, I can pull away, and I can do something else. But I see it. I don't have somebody having a board meeting over what I'm going to do the rest of my life because they made a decision. You just get a pink slip. Yeah. That's what happened. It's not yeah. about talking about a job. It's just about understanding. Yeah, it's not a job or about a business, but uh, I'm encouraging everyone who hears this program to seek life freedom. When you are an entrepreneur, you call your own shots. You go to work how long you want to go to work, right? You show up when you want to show up. You manage your business how you want to manage your business. That is about creating ownership of your own life, Right? And you can do it through your own hard work, with your own passion, with your own talents and gifts. You can achieve the goal. But uh, if you don't have that fight in you, man, it's just you know, it's just not gonna it's not gonna ever come to fruition. You gotta have fight. I always say you gotta get angry. You know, you, like you gotta get to the point where you where you you're you're so furious or you desire it so much that you just go. You just pick up the phone and call somebody. You go do the application. You go down there and see people. You go and try to make yourself known. And, uh, you know, we've known of many of people to be successful. You know, you know, how many stories could we tell about people who gotten out of prison? They had nowhere to go. And they show up at the job site every single day for 30 days. And the boss finally say, go pick up that thing. And, then, and he turns out to be one of their number one employees and work hard. You got to have that fight, man. And, uh, boy, that's what we need. That's what we need in our lives. I'm going to go ahead and share with you the topic for tonight, and then we'll take our first break. What we got for tonight? Why is it so hard, even for people over 40, to be honest about wanting to see other people? <laughs> hey, man, somebody throwing knives or something. Somebody trying to pick what are we talking about? Why is it so hard, even for people over 40, to be honest about wanting to see other people? I don't know where that came from, Jay. Hey, it wasn't getting to it. And uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. We hope you're enjoying the show. Stay with us. Uh, we're going to be right back with more Bar Talk with Jay right yeah. after this. Let's talk. Bar Talk with Jay. My name is Mr. The bar is never closed. But I have your number one internet radio show. Every Thursday, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Today I want to talk to you about personal productivity. I really want to talk about it from 40,000 feet. Okay? Let's, let's look at it this way. Human achievement 
equals task productivity. I want you to get that. Now, everybody who's trying to go somewhere, you really trying to get something done in your life, this is a monumental statement. Human achievement equals task productivity. Now, if you want to start a business, there's going to be 20 items, 20 things that you absolutely have to get done in order to start your business. Guess what? Your business is never going to start if you don't do those 20 items. That means you've got to get laser focused on achieving the tasks. That means daily working tasks that will get your goals and your objectives done in life. They are not going to happen through osmosis. They're not going to happen through just pie in the sky. You have to learn to focus your mind in order to achieve your dreams. Whatever your dreams may be, raising a great family to starting a multi-million dollar business, you've got to understand the tasks and you've got to be on top of it every single day. Anyone who has ever achieved success in this world since the beginning of mankind, they did it through achieving tasks. I understand what I need to do, and I go and get it done. I want you to think about that for the rest of the day. What tasks are on my plate that absolutely have to get done, or I'll never reach my dream? This is Craftmatic, just trying to help you stay positive and laser-focused on your highest and greatest good in life. put other people's feelings in front of them. So instead of me being honest and telling you what I really want, I'd rather desire what you feel you want and that's what I want. So, you know, just to get along, to get along. But my whole thing is, you're not leading at that point. And that's why a lot of people feel like you might be soft. Because again, if you feel a certain way, you should speak it. But a lot of time by you not saying it, some people don't want to push down. Some people, they play safe. So if I really want something from you, instead of me asking, I'm going to talk around it. And then when they bring it up, they'll be like, oh, they're like, well, why didn't you say anything? Because I ain't, ain't want to offend you. 
So it sounds smooth, but the bottom line, I was, I was scared to tell you. That's all that is to me. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, if you don't, you can tell somebody something, you just don't know where it's going to go. That's just what happened when it comes to a lie. I desire to give you that lie so I can get an outcome that I can control. People just don't realize you ain't really controlling anything. Give people the information and let them choose. I don't want them to make that choice because if they make a choice, it might not be me. Right. That's what they're afraid of, not being picked. My whole thing is get past that fear. Because if you can be honest and let them know this is what I want, you might find out that's all they want to. It could be just a, a, a minority relationship and I just want to date you. Guess what? That's the same thing she was thinking. She was kind of scared to say it too. So now she feel like you're the stronger person. So yes, I will pick that dominant strong person to be with because he shares my views. But I'm scared to say it because I don't know where she might be coming from. She got some ratchet friends. She might be ratchet. Now you prejudge. Because of all that prejudging, I don't want to say anything. I don't know what's going to offend anybody. My whole thing is what's offensive is really your whole demeanor. Acting like you scared. Don't be scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't say things that's offensive. Don't be talking about her ratchet friends. <laughs> Some of the stuff that he's doing. In fact, the guy like Kalina here. Leave that stuff alone. And, and speak directly to you and what you're really looking for. Now, 40, I don't think it's about an age thing. I think it's just about you being honest with you. I think they're saying at 40, you should be strong enough that you should be able to make some decisions to be more honest. Now, that makes more sense to me because when I was younger, I was more wild. When I became 40 before 50, I started analyzing the things I was doing and I was doing some reckless things. So I would like to say at 40, you should be measuring because I like to say 20, that's the screw off time. 30s, you're trying to fix your 20s. And by 40, you should be on game. Now, that is a terrible thing to be on. That's just a, a little small track somewhere that told me. But my whole thing is you can be on track at 20. Right. So you should be even greater at 30. And when everybody else is getting their stuff together at 40, you already there. And then at 50, you to the moon. So for all the ones that are slipping, please understand it ain't too late to change what you do. But at 40, you should be evaluating where you at. If you still stay with your mama, I ain't saying taking care of it. Let's just keep it real. Stay with your mama because you're scared to have your own place. It's cheaper to be here. Somewhere along the line, you got to measure where you at to balance where you want to be. So I'm not talking about people that, 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 that had to go back home. They ran through things. Please don't bombard me with that bull crap. Come to me real. There's, none of us want to go back home, but get back on your feet and do what you got to do. Be a man, pull yourself a bootstrap, but don't cry about it. Be about it. Because I like to say that's the confidence that's going to get you to that next level. So so the, the very first thing that you said um, was kind of profound, right? You basically said that honesty is an issue it is. in a lot of people. Right? I feel. And uh, sometimes that's not being honest with themselves. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's not, you know. that. And when you're not honest with yourself, you most certainly can't be honest with the rest of the world. Right. And so, you know, what this topic is is suggesting, let me read it again. Why is it so hard even for people over 40 to be honest about wanting to see other people? So this whole notion is that you are meeting people and you're you may be dating around, but you're not letting people know you're you're dating around. Right. That you are, you know, you you kind of play in the field, but and maybe hurting people's feelings. Right? Maybe. I got to defend myself. <laughs> what do you mean, hurting somebody's feelings? If I'm honest and I'm telling you that See, I'm not looking for a monogamous relationship and I'm dating. I'm telling you, of all my years, Jay, you were the only one who I man, have considered. I need somebody to write in right now. There's no way in hell I'm the only man that's tell people I'm just dating. There's a
Well, it's a small percentage. It's up, probably though. about 18 to 20%. Well, they, we need more. That's, well, that's a small percentage. Everybody else is going to be, like you're saying, playing and safe. Why? They're going to be running game. They're going to try to control the situation because, just like you said, they're scared. Help me help y'all. Quit being scared and realize if you want that job, you want that opportunity, you got to take that chance. But but here's the thing, Jay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to support the liar. I ain't say lie. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish my comment now. I'm not I'm not going to support the liar, right? Okay. But if you know if I if I ain't ready to tell you why I'm feeling, then you might not hear it for a little while. Okay. Even if you ask for it, if I'm not necessarily ready to tell you how I feel, you can't force me to tell you how I feel. I might feel there's something good here, but I might feel like there's something on the other side of town I need to be tending to, right? Okay. But that ain't your business right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to know all that right now until some more, you know, some more connection take place uh, because you're you you're what you're really starting to do, I guess, to some degree, is you're you're starting to mislead because you don't want to, and you know you don't want to share the realities, right? If I share the realities with this pretty lady, she gonna run. I can't share the realities with this pretty lady. Let me just talk to her for a little while. Just get to know her. I gotta say, I started out with saying I'm not trying to protect the liar. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just saying. talking about the fellow who don't want to go with all this information at a certain time in life, right? Okay. And so, tell me how you think about that, Jen. No, I, I'm, I'm telling you that that safe approach is more common than what, what I'm doing. It's very common. And I will tell you all day long, and I love to fight you. I love to be feel and give it back to you. My whole thing is, uh, if that's honest and that's more real and that's something that I even dealt with back in the day. The reason why I stopped that is because of the outcome became worse for me because, again, they got into their feelings and then they felt mis- misled. They felt like I should have just said it, this, that, the other. And then when me taking this stance now of dating, and dating me, I, I date to eliminate. I date as many people as I like, and I'm letting you know I date. And I'm, I'm not stopping you from dating. You know, you can date whoever you... But my whole thing is when we come together, we have a good time. Now, we're not wasting each other's time because we're just trying to find out if we're going to be compatible long term. Now, a lot of times people... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You feel like, no, you need to make that decision right now. You should know within a couple months if I'm the right one or not. Yeah. My whole thing is why in the world I need to rush anything 
when I know I'm fixing myself as I go along this path. Okay, that's, so that's you brush at me for what? You don't even know what you get. Right. So if you take your time, you might realize I'm not even the right one for you. And it ain't a hurt right. thing because we didn't do that much together, but we did enough that, you know, you can still look at me as a friend. Right. You go down that path of being in a monogamous relationship and it's just me and you. And then I betray you by being with somebody else. You're going to feel like that's a total waste of time. Yeah. So now you're regretting. Even meeting me or being with me, you regret knowing anybody that knows me. Yeah. All that is all bad. Where now I have a situation where some people walk away and they're doing their own thing. They don't have no regrets. It ain't no hate. Because I was honest and I was on the upfront. I'm dating. And their whole thing is they was able to date so, too, but they didn't care for the dating because they was more into one-on-one. Because that's what they was taught. That's all they ever wanted to do. So let me ask you this, Jay. If Mrs. I perceived Mrs. Wright. Mm-hmm. All right, I pers- you walk through the airport, mm-hmm. die in peace. Y'all end up chopping it up in you know a little restaurant or something for the flight. Mm-hmm. End up you know talking on the other side, okay. starting to text, get to know. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. At what point are you going to make her aware? Because see, here's the thing, Mrs. Wright probably is just chilling. She probably ain't got no man. She probably ain't out doing a whole lot. She probably just on the sideline chilling, right? And when she meets who she perceives as Mr. Wright, she's going to immediately expect that, hey, you know, let's let's talk about working something out. Are you going to tell her right then? Well, no, yes. I don't want to work nothing out. I'm going I'm to no. keep dating other people. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, that's normally when I have that conversation. Not when I just meet a person. Yeah. Because at that point, I'm just meeting you. So... It is automatically just a date. Right. I don't know. You don't really know me. I don't even but know if you date anybody. But when we start getting to more of a conversation and get to that point where she wants to know, you know, can I just come, you know, well, we just do a dinner date. Can I just come by, you know what I'm saying? You do stay by yourself. When you start having conversations like this, that's when the time that I usually like, no, I'm just dating. I'm not into monogamous relationship right now because, again, I am doing things that's really. The star on the question is. This is right. Again, we talking about, we I talking don't about somebody who you don't really want to upset. I don't, man. but I'm going to tell you like this, Phil. If it is Mrs. Wright. Sometimes you're going to have to upset to understand who you're dealing with. She might be Mrs. Wright, but it, again, if you got to sway her and you got to lie to her to get her, that ain't Mrs. Wright. It ain't lying. No, no, I ain't saying. I'm just you're saying, you just, if I got to... If I know I'm really wanting to date and I, I'm not trying to just get everything because I'm not sure she Mrs. Wright... I might say, no, I'll get into a monogamous relationship. To me, I'm lying to myself. If I know I'm not there, I'm lying to me, not just to her. And then I'm going to go ahead and get it because she's so fine, and I hope this is the right one. That hope ain't always going to be enough for me. So my whole thing is I'd rather be more honest because even if she leaves me alone, she can come back to me. The reason she willing to come back, I never lied. I was honest. I was upfront. She didn't like that at that time. She went away. But guess what? She's I, get, I change my mind, I'm, I'm getting to a position, I'm different, and I come back and I'll be like, you know something, I'm starting to see things different, I'm a little bit older, and I'm trying to get more into a monogamous relationship. She would say, you know, at least she was honest and told me on the upfront, so I can give you another chance. I wouldn't give nobody else one. Why did that conversation happen? Because they feel the trust and the understanding. Don't nobody want to be with somebody you can't trust. Once you feel you that's can't right. trust the person, it's done. It's done. Done. It's and that's why I feel we're ruining relationships Based on untruthful acts, we say things and act in another way. Some people say the same thing with me when I say I just want to date, but I act like I want to be in a monogamous relationship. Yeah, yeah. That's all I really know, but I told you up front what it was because dating means I have more opportunity to see other people, and that's all I'm trying to say to you, but I'm not saying I'm going to treat you bad or I'm going to treat you like a side. Okay, all right. Take, just, just, just check this for an example, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you and this young lady are talking. 
right? Y'all have been talking for about a month, right? And it seems to her like she's your only lady, right? Because you haven't said anything. See, again, you're the only one, so I don't want to use your example, right? Everybody else is fading the the situation and lying and posting up. So so you're starting to, you know, see her like in its 30 days. And then, you know, after the, by the end of the first month, you really haven't had a chance to, you know, you haven't had a chance to touch on or have sex with her or nothing like that. And so y'all are starting to have this heated conversation about making love and sex. And she asked you, when the last time you had sex? And it was probably like, you know, yesterday or last week. You tell her? Now I've been, I, I gotta be honest on this one. That would hit both sides. <laughs> All I can tell you, you went below the belt on that one. But I'm gonna be honest. This I was, is real, I'm this gonna is be real stuff, though, right? A couple years ago, because I've not, I've not been in a relationship for, for a minute. So, a couple years ago, I like to say, you ask me that question, I'm almost gonna tell you none of your damn business. I'm oh. gonna be straight, blood. That's a that middle. <laughs> it is. It is. But it's also telling you, yeah. watch what you're asking for. Yeah. Because again, I ain't asked you. Yeah. So again, I can play that. Now, but it's to a point now by me saying, and I've been dating for so long, I've been to a point where I've been more honest, and I say yes. And, and believe me, it, it's, it's a it's a whole no, no, no. It's been a whole other conversation. What do you mean? Because automatically they want to know. Uh, this is kind of. Oh, I ain't gonna no, say I... too much because I don't want to put no. But it became uh, why? Why would you? You know? Yes. Was it? Was it better? <laughs> Like, I ain't heard that shit. Wow. But anyway, you know, you, know, you, you, you get this, and I, I'm automatically know I have to answer some questions because they wasn't expecting my answer. Right. They thought I was going to automatically say no. Because and my they, whole thing is I felt like I shouldn't have a lot of you. No, you shouldn't have to, but y'all been talking late nights and, that's and why all I, kinds of stuff. I mean, you know she mean? had a right to know. And, and that's what she we never asked, wrong. She never asked you for a commitment. She just, right. see, I'm, a, I'm of the notion that at a certain point, Early, early in the dating equation, you you, you got to start being righteous. You know what I'm saying? If you're gonna if you if you're gonna be out running around and and you ain't told them, you you damaging some stuff. You can't. Be. You know what I mean? And you so you, you don't even have to have the conversation. Are we a couple? It's just like we vibing. Like you know, it, you got you got a third and a fourth party in the equation, and you didn't just tell me. Well, my whole thing is when you have all these different equations, just be in a position where you don't have to tell all your business. I, mean, I don't really yeah. feel like that if you was messing with two or three different people, that's really your business. It yeah. really is. But be safe about it where another person knows what you're kind of doing because, yeah, again, it's, it's, it's wise to be safe. And my whole thing is I'm not that active anyway. But the bottom line to me is when you ask me something and I really feel like you're investigating me to figure out because you just want to see if that's me, mm-hmm. if I'm really... I am getting to a point where I need to let you know when I am. And I don't need to be scared about okay. it. Yeah, because that's exactly right, Jay. That's trying to grow up and be a, a stronger person yeah. than a weaker person. Because I really, like to say before, I got scared of where it's going to go. Yeah. Now, I'm more like, let's get it out there and let's have that deep, real conversation. There you go. And we're going to be right back with more Bar Talk with Jay right after this. If you're looking for a reliable, professional, and affordable insurance agent, well, you've come to the right place. We're proud to be the top local provider of all types of insurance, and we're committed to creating satisfied customers and getting you the best rates on flexible health coverage insurance. Our insurance agents are the best in the industry at helping you find the best coverage for the lowest price. Call or email one of our friendly staff now to schedule your appointment. 
Make sure you tell them Bar Talk with Jay sent you. Hello, family, and welcome to Minecraft. My name is Stacy, and today I want to share a powerful idea about how to overcome mental and emotional hurdles. Today I want to be able to explain to you how to change your own mind, how to bring yourself out of a dark place, how to stop negative thinking and create positive thinking in your mind and in your heart. Let me give you a story, and you probably can identify with this. I got home the other day, just a few days ago, this is real life, and it had been a long day, I hadn't eaten well, so I didn't feel real well. And so I grabbed a quick bite to eat, sat down on the couch, and uh, ended up putting my feet up on the couch, starting to lay down. And as I was attempting to try and close my eyes and fall asleep, I realized that I was playing a lot of negative tapes. I was thinking to myself, like, man, it wasn't a good day, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to achieve that goal. And, you know, I hope I don't get behind. And next thing you know, my mind is just riddled with all of this negative thinking. And I'm wanting to catch myself. And that's what's important about this exercise. I need you to begin to catch yourself thinking negatively. And when you do, here's what you're going to do. Here's what you're going to do to change your own mind. I immediately got up off the couch. And I'm tired. But I said, I am not going to go to sleep with all this negativity in my head. I, am, I can't sleep. I can't rest thinking this way. And so I got up and I started saying things to myself like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Stacey, everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be great. It's going to work itself out. And after I said all the words that were just kind of in the forefront of my mind, I needed another resource. I needed something else to help me become more positive. And so I reached in my back pocket. I got my phone, and I opened it up to some positive affirmations. And I'm encouraging you to do exactly the same thing. There are millions of positive affirmations online. Go and pull a list of 20, 50, 100, 1,000, and do exactly this. I got up, and I started reading it simply as this. I am doing my best. I choose to be happy and to love myself today. My possibilities are endless. Today, I'm going to be great. I am talented and intelligent. I am free of worry and regret. My thoughts become my reality. I am in love with myself and my body. I am proud of myself. I am becoming more confident every day. I believe in myself. I will not worry about things that I can control. I will be kind to myself and others today. I love myself. I'm grateful for all that I have. And the next thing you know, I'm standing up in my living room, pouring positivity out to the universe. I had in just three or four minutes, went from dark doubt to bright light positivity. And that's what we have to do every single day, is we have to force feed ourselves positivity. Why? Because the world loves misery, and misery loves company. That's not the world we want to live in. We don't want to live in a world where our mind is consumed by all of these troubles, and we try not only to get our world done, but we also try to rest. It's time, folks, to learn a new technique to develop yourself. Get up and start speaking positivity. 
When I changed my own mind, I felt so good that there was no more need for that. I literally put my books and my computer on the table, I opened it up, and I started working from a place of positivity. I'm telling you, you can change your own mind by creating affirmations or open up a page of affirmations and start stating them. This is the most profound exercise that I can offer you because I'm giving you a technique to change your own mind and to liberate your own spirit. This is Minecraft. My name is Stacy, and I'm encouraging you to speak positivity, whether it's your words or words you get from somebody else. But you've got to stay focused on positivity. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back, Welcome man. Back. I sidebarred the off the track. Yeah, man. It sounds like y'all talking about something kind of crazy over there. Man, let me tell you, it's a breakdown because, again, she ain't trying to come on stage. Okay. Yo, what we going to bring on next? Okay. 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 I was getting her point of view from a woman's point of view. And she said uh, one of the reasons why she was asking you questions, she kind of already knew. Right. And my whole thing is, well, you know, and, and this is what I, I've noticed in dating too. They do ask you questions because they do have an inkling of where you might be, but they want to know if you're honest enough to be able to tell them. And by right. the fact that you tell, you catch them off guard. Right. They're already anticipating your, your no answer or your, your your safe answer. And when you give them a real direct, now they have to make their own decision. And at that point, they still can choose to deal with it. Yeah. Because they already had in their mind that yeah. you know they kind of know how you work. Yeah. Um, she was mentioning how she seen the person she was with, and she knew he was looked like a fun person, looked like an OG. He was gonna be straight, and I'll just be this person, and I'll just be quiet, not be on the side. And then it evolved to a person where she felt like I want to be his man. And when she got to that point, they was able to conversate, and now they in that kind of relationship. It can happen. It can happen with anything. But my whole thing is. Don't stay closed-minded because the bottom line, he showed you through time. Yeah. And you've seen that that's a person that you would want to be with. Not just because Woody was driving, how he was. His- okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swagger is actually the person. Yeah. She fell in love with the person, didn't even know it. She, she, she loved what everybody else would see. A person that's thriving, doing good things, strong, a decent-looking young man. Making some things happen, but you still gotta love the person. Yeah. <clears throat> now, let me just pose a scenario here. Okay, Jay. And I'm trying to really get to the heart of this subject tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight's topic is actually, uh, let me give it to you folks. 
Why is it so hard, even for people over 40, to be honest about wanting to see other people? And so, you meet this young lady, or this young lady that you're, that you're talking about, right? Okay. That um, before she met this good man, she had a life. Mm-hmm. And part of her life was a good old-fashioned maintenance man. <laughs> right? He'd been around for some time. Right? Okay. Gets the job done. Don't ask too many questions. Don't try to hang around, you know. Dinner every once in a while. Good loving. And he'd been there. Right? So when she meets you, she's uh, she's supposed to... Well, what's she supposed to do at the, at the point that she meets this this really good man? Is she well, supposed to tell you? Is she well, supposed I, to give I, him I'm, up? I'm going to be very honest. I've met somebody like that and I'm going to tell you all day long. They was fourth. They gave me... The real. I met somebody, and we was just talking, and they, we, she, you know, remember knowing a good man, you can say anything you want. You don't know if you're a good man. It, it takes time. It to, takes time. You find that one. Yes, but you, you felt good about the conversation with this person. They was, they had a good conversation with me, and then they let me know that um, I got three different people just doing things for me. And I was like, oh, really? She said, yeah, I got someone to come by and fix things for me so often. I got somebody to come out and cut my grass. They do different things at different times that I need done. So which one are you going to do? Hmm. I said, I guess you're going to keep all theirs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can add a new program to the to I, know. I, added, I added the program, yeah. but I didn't do none of their job. You fired them? I didn't fire them. Okay. I didn't have to. Okay. Because see, a real good dude shouldn't have to impress you and tell you what to do. I'm just telling you, that's you. Do you? Right. But when I come in your life, I promise you, I not just send people to Grady, I change your life. Yeah. And so, I don't change because that's what I want. My whole thing is I've never asked you to do anything. You do it on your own. So when they start disappearing, it was never because I asked. I feel if I got to ask you to get rid of somebody, I need to get rid of you. Right. My whole thing is when you see good in me, it'll make you make change in you. Yeah. So when I show you me and I'm being more real, and I'm being and, real. And you feel like I don't I don't want them in my life because you're doing some of the other things, but I never had to do the yard. I ain't have to go do maintenance. Now she knows she called me, I can get somebody to do it. Right. That wasn't my whole thing was I wasn't going in there like they was. Right. That was how they got their end. That's not me. Right. And I'm not gonna be somebody else and I'm not gonna play your game. Right. That game worked good for you then, it ain't gonna work good for me now, but I promise you. She stayed with me and she ended up letting all that go. And I never asked her to. And it, and it came in a conversation later. Like, she was fine. You didn't let none of the stuff you was doing go, but I let everything go that I was doing. And okay. I said again, okay. you let it go because that's what you chose to do. I never asked you to. You're asking me to let it go. So please understand by you asking me and I let it go, it'd be a regret if I wasn't ready. Okay. Don't force me because you got ready before me. Right. But the but, bottom line, but, we have to have that conversation. So she respected a real conversation where... I didn't just say, yeah. okay, I would just because you did. And I never asked her to. Right. And that's where people feel safe and they just go but, into safety. But, but, it, safe. but if you're expecting to be in a relationship, you shouldn't have to ask. Well, right? I'm being honest with She's, you. I, if she gets to the point where she has to ask, she already know there's some other stuff going on. And now she's... It was uh, stuff going on both directions, Jeff. She had what she had going, I had what I had going. Okay. The bottom okay. line is she decided she wanted to stop her half because of what was going on over here. Because she was serious with she was wanted to be serious about you. I mean, Kraft, let's just say, man, it's this with my meat dude. <laughs> 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 what you 
Yeah, when you look at it like that, <laughs> you just say it. When you do that, it changes no, things. It's talking about that's, that's <laughs> they come down to self-discipline at a certain it, point, right? They do. It comes I mean, down to making a very <laughs> conscious decision that this person is worth getting rid of all the other stuff. And that I have. the whole thing is the reason why they felt the worth. I, I put the meat out there and have fun. They, they but the, the bottom line is I showed them work. I, I showed I was worthy too. I gave them enough uh, love and attention that, hey, you know something? I didn't need none of these other things, okay? Now, when they made that decision, what made me uh, start standing down and realizing how valuable they were is because they started making moves differently without me asking them to. They started I, showing I, their love. They started showing that their, their own devotion to self. It was something that they didn't even care to do in the first place. It was something that they was doing to get by. And they didn't want to be hurt. They was went through their own situation. And that right there was a safe zone for them. And they didn't have to worry about that person always being around or anything. Oh, yeah. It was a safety zone. Right. I'm bigger than the safety zone. Yeah. So if you want something better, then you go for something better. Why stay in a safe place that you call safe when the world keeps going around? It ain't nothing safe about what you're doing. That's in your head. I just let them know it's more out there than what you're doing. So a group, they gravitated, and now they're in a position where I promise you, no matter what, they want more out of anybody else because now they know how to give more. Because before, they just stayed safe. That's not my problem. That was theirs. And I didn't address their problem. I never addressed a person's issue. It's up to you to realize right. it and make change. Right. But a lot of people like to dagger at you. Oh, you, look at you. You all messed up. You, this is why. That don't help nobody. I ain't do that. Right. I live my life in a way that I want to live, and then they gonna say, "Hey, I want to go with you as you go down this path, or I don't." And you ain't dragging all them help with me, because ain't nobody coming up here doing nothing for me. They're doing it for you. And if you are gonna make this journey with me, yeah, some things gonna have to shed off. Just like I'm gonna have to shed some so, things off. So let me ask you this question: What's that? Uh, you've had a cutty buddy, right? You had a cutty buddy, and then you met someone special. How did you handle it? Did you, did you, did you? Have you ever felt such a like for someone that you said, "I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of the cutty buddy and and try to see what this is all about"? Yeah. Did you? Okay. Yes, and, but I have to tell cutty buddy. No, no. You, you don't tell. Did you don't cutty buddy? You don't got to tell. Yeah. And that's what happens when you, when you when you deal with people and you just date. I I don't have to explain. I I just don't do the same. Um, okay. And, and then they, they okay. catch up on that alone. And then, again, it's not that hurt feeling because you know more of a monogamous relationship. It's kind of easy to tell because like, I ain't getting the phone calls. I'm not getting that. Cause everybody don't get all that anyway. Right. So now all of a sudden they notice they ain't getting no time at all. So they kind of already know. Kind of already know. The yeah. So it's it's nothing new. So when you get the conversation, the conversation is not as long because they both we both kind of agree that we already know where it's gonna go. We ain't no hate. So, again, I ain't saying cutty buddy is the best thing to have or anything of that nation because, again, you got to have a strong conversation with that person because for them not to get in their feelings what it tends to happen, um, you really got to make sure they're sure about some of the things that you're doing. So that cutty buddy and I handled that situation. It was not a fallout. It was more like, oh, I see you doing more now. And it was a little attitude. You know, I see you busy now. You don't got time. But it's like, <laughs> I, I, I always try to make time. But, yeah, I do got a lot of things going on. Yeah. So they, they heard Most that. Most importantly, somebody else. And and they automatically kind of step back because of the fact that they, they know how it, it works. Yeah. Um, and we had conversations. So it's not like that I'm going to go knock a tire out of a window, you <laughs> right, know, be right. evil because you don't feel betrayed. Right. And that's my number one thing. We do actions that make people feel betrayal, 
And I say, watch what you feel compared to what somebody says. Yeah. Because if I've never said that's what I wanted, and you put me in that category, then don't hold me where you just put me. And I clearly stated what I wanted. And, uh, but your actions showed me differently, but also what did I say? Because I, I like to say I am judged by actions and I'm forgotten by words. And my whole thing is I gave you words on the upfront because I know where things lead to because I'm older and I'm more mature enough to know where good things go. That's good. And you be like, well, <laughs> you don't show all that. I shouldn't show you no disrespect, period. I'm not going to do that to my main woman, to anybody that's in my but corner, in my circle. They're sensing nah. that you are showing them that you want to be with them, that you want to be Well, I'm going to show you love and respect regardless if I'm going to be with you or not. For my friends, I show them the same thing. And I'm talking about lady friends I ain't never slept with that still get the love and respect I get the ones that I had sexual intercourse with. That doesn't change. That sex thing don't change nothing about how I feel about a woman. I am strong with a woman. I believe that I should never have to disrespect them, just like I would never want them to disrespect me. And in that factor alone, it causes problems because if you act like this, that's because you really just love me. Yes, I do. I love you, but not always in love with you. Right. So sometimes you take it to another level that I might not be at. Yeah. But don't get it twisted. I don't feel like I ever have to disrespect you right. just because I don't love you like you love me. Right. You know, the, the, the whole idea here, and just reading the topic once more, why is it so hard even for people over 40 to be honest about wanting to see other people? Um, you know, just just in the question itself, we got to think about this, that we, by the time you're 30, 40, and maybe even 50, you have been through a lot, right? And you don't learn that it takes a long time to really know people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, why are people wanting to be honest about seeing other people? Well, hey, it's going to take me a while to get to know you and who you are. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to necessarily disrupt my life, you know, because I met you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we can talk about having a commitment and and. and, and and working through a, a, a kind of relationship, but um, you know, I don't want you to be betrayed if I'm talking to my ex-girlfriend. You know, every once in a while, <laughs> right? I don't, um, you know, because I got a history and I got a past, and I, you know, I can't give up all of that. And you might be betrayed because I'm talking to my ex-girlfriend, right? But but I've had so much fallout. I got a piece of something in somebody I have from my past, and I'm just not gonna throw all that away. There is a chance for people to say, hey, I'm I'm not going to get rid of my, my current good in life and the current people who I love because, you know, this person has still got a long way to prove themselves. Right? Now, you you got to think about it. By the time you're 50, man, you're going to seen some things. Right? Uh, you're going to seen a bunch of nonsense. And, and, still see. and you might have gotten rid of some good people and lost some friends because you were trying to be in love. You know how when you get in love, you you know, you abandon your friends and you don't talk to people and you, you kind of let go of the world and start focusing on your relationship and you find out that they weren't no damn good and you don't lost your friend. You know, you know, lost your, your, your type boy. You don't lost your company. And so, uh, you know, we do have to be careful about, um, you know, receiving new people in our lives. We do have to be careful about um, how we handle our current relationships in respect to our new relationships. Um, you know, I'm just one that I'm, I'm, I'm not wanting to really put all the all the, the, the information out there. I want to take a look around first. I want to well, see a few things. When we know? come back, we're about to go to break. I'm going to let you in on one. I actually dated an old school best friend that I never, ever messed with. 
I ended up messing with him. Okay. We're going to hear about that. <laughs> Great time. Great time. All right. Uh, go ahead. We, we got one minute. Well, I can't get this nowhere near in one minute, but okay. what I can tell you is this is a person I've known for a long time who was growing up, and she knew my brother, and we, we, we kicked it for a long time, and my brother never did anything with her, and we went away, and I ended up coming to Georgia, and I ended up coming back, and I ran into my stepbrother, and she was over, and we kicked it, and I didn't know who she was, and when we went back to her place to get a little closer, you know, uh, something going, she mentioned one of my running partners back in the day. And I was like, oh, hey, you know him? Get out of here. And she's like, yeah. And are you Jerry? And I'm like, you know, I ain't heard Jerry so long. I'm like, yeah. Bro, she knew everything. She dated one. I mean, bro, we went way, 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 way back. It was so awkward of a moment. We just both got up. <laughs> Because she knew you're huh? Right. Yeah. And I'm going to let you know more about this if y'all really can't hear. When we come back. We'll be right back. We'll be <laughs> right talk with Jane right after right this. this. <laughs> you going to laugh at this story. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hello, family, and welcome to Minecraft. My name is Stacy. And today I want to share a powerful idea about if how to overcome Lori mental and emotional she I'm talking about already. Today I want to be able to explain to you how to change your own mind, how to Lori, bring yourself out of a dark place. Yeah. How to no. stop negative story gonna last a long time. and create <laughs> positive <laughs> in your mind and in your heart. Let me give you a story, and you probably can identify with this. I got home the other day, just a few days ago. This is real life. And it had been a long day. I hadn't eaten well, so I didn't feel real well. And so I grabbed a quick bite to eat. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right out on the couch and uh, ended up putting my feet up on the couch, starting to lay down. And as I was attempting to try and close my eyes and fall asleep, I realized that I was playing a lot of negative tapes. I was thinking to myself, like, man, it wasn't a good day, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to achieve that goal, and, you know, I hope I don't get behind, and next thing you know, my mind is just riddled with all of this negative thinking, and I'm wanting to catch myself, and that's what's important about this exercise, I need you to begin to catch yourself thinking negatively, and when you do, here's what you're going to do. Here's what you're going to do to change your own mind. I immediately got up off the couch, and I'm tired, but I said I am not going to go to sleep with all this negativity in my head. I, am, I can't sleep. I can't rest thinking this way. And so I got up, and I started saying things to myself like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Stacey, everything's going to be good. Everything's going to be great. It's going to work itself out. And after I said all the words that were just kind of in the forefront of my mind, I needed another resource. 
I needed something else to help me become more positive. And so I reached in my back pocket, I got my phone, and I opened it up to some positive affirmations. And I'm encouraging you to do exactly the same thing. There are millions of positive affirmations online. Go and pull a list of 20, 50, 100, 1,000, and do exactly this. I got up and I started reading it simply as this. I am doing my best. I choose to be happy and to love myself today. My possibilities are endless. Today, I'm going to be great. I am talented and intelligent. I am free of worry and regret. My thoughts become my reality. I am in love with myself and my body. I am proud of myself. I am becoming more confident every day. I believe in myself. I will not worry about things that I can control. I will be kind to myself and others today. I love myself. I'm grateful for all that I have. And the next thing you know, I'm standing up in my living room, pouring positivity out to the universe. I had in just three or four minutes, went from dark doubt to bright light positivity. And that's what we have to do every single day, is we have to force feed ourselves positivity. Why? Because the world loves misery, and misery loves company. That's not the world we want to live in. We don't want to live in a world where our mind is consumed by all of these troubles, and we try not only to get our world done, but we also try to rest. It's time, folks, to learn a new technique to develop yourself. Get up and start speaking positivity. When I changed my own mind, I felt so good that there was no more need for a nap. I literally put my books and my computer on the table, I opened it up, and I started working from a place of positivity. I'm encouraging you folks to no longer sit, wallow, or rest in negative thoughts. You can change your own mind by creating affirmations or open up a page of affirmations and start stating them as though they are yours. This is the most profound exercise that I can offer you because I'm giving you a technique to change your own mind and to liberate your own spirit. This is Minecraft. My name is Stacy, and I'm encouraging you to speak positivity, whether it's your words or words you get from somebody else. But you've got to stay focused on positivity. All right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Bar Talk with Jay. We got a special guest in the house. Yes. <laughs> Come on, girl. Introduce yourself. It ain't like your first trip. Yeah, this is no. Brittany in the house. It's not my first trip. Mm-mm. Okay. You got a school teacher in the house. Well, it used to be. Used to be. Used to be. Yeah. But she taught everybody everything, so we want to make sure she still be in that teaching mode. <laughs> but she can also sell a crib to you. I definitely well. can. I am a Realtor out here in Georgia, but Atlanta metro area. Mm-hmm. My name is Brittany Ray. You can follow me at B Ray Lifestyle. That's B R A E Lifestyle. That's right, and she got a nice lifestyle. So you know, <laughs> if you're looking for an apartment, you can. And it's on the lower end of town. You might not want to call it, but if you're on that buggy side and that nine million dollars up, hey, she one of the men you might want to trust. I can't she, knock it. Let's speak yeah. it into existence. Come on, there now. you go. There this you is go. what we do. So one of the things I want to get back to is what we were just talking about. Okay. Back to my friend that I dated that I should have just left where he was. That's the hint. Anyway, we um, had a great conversation. We had a great dating, but she knew everything about me. So it was easy. 
Um, when I tell you, they were easy. It came to a point where she even came and stayed with me. Was after I was divorced, it came, stayed. But she knew me so well, she allowed me to be me. And I was wild. I was wild. I was divorced. I'm doing me. She let me do me. She let you do you. And when she let me do me, I, I, I promise you, I didn't forget about her, but I, I, I forgot about her. <laughs> Never totally, but I did. Yeah. I'm out doing me. She basically in doing her. She was always a quiet type anyway, but she always liked the energy I had. And I wasn't showing her that same energy no more because I'm out. I'm doing so many different things. Yeah. So after a while, she, she felt that she wasn't feeling none of the energy. She didn't ask me just to commit and do all that stuff. She just wanted the energy that she always seen that I gave. And she I didn't stopped. get that. Yeah, she wanted consistency. Right, and my consistency dropped off right. because of other consistent things I was starting new to do. Right. right. You, I don't care who you are or how player. I promise you, it, it's a balancing act. And we don't always get it right. And when I got happy out there, I promise you, I ain't thinking about no balancing. I just felt I could do it all. Yeah. And it came back on me in a way where it ended a best friendship that I really should have kept. Some things I regret in life is when I regret the ones that was there for me. When I just wanted to be the person I didn't know to be. I'm out just doing me before I can learn more of me. And she allowed that. But then I, didn't, I wasn't giving nothing back to her. And that's something that she always did for me. That's something we always share through conversation and everything else. Now, even to this very day, I can still call and I talk to her, but we don't talk as much. Right. And I really feel like some of that was because of the things that happened. Right. Now, to me, to call and say I'm sorry, I think she just wanted to see me do better. So that's what made me start changing some of the things I was doing and stop telling people things that, that would enhance them. And I started telling them more about me yeah. because she was already trying to enhance me and do things for me. And then I, I didn't change. do right by her. And my good. whole thing is change what you do instead of just apologizing. Let people see what you do. So if I talk to her today, she's like, I might have heard you on your show, but I ain't never regretted what we do. I just didn't talk to you no more because you was always somewhere else. Right. And my whole thing that's is. Good. That's I good. love her for that. That's yeah, good. I thought it was a good purpose. Like, you know how you go through things and you don't know why you're going through them until, like, whenever it hits you, like, okay. So, not saying that it had the jeopardized relationship, but, I, you know, you got to look at it kind of a positive, too. If you never would have took that step, then maybe you would never lacked off with your relationship, but then you would never known, okay, let me change my behavior because it ended up hurting somebody I really, really cared about. Mm-hmm. So if you never would have took that step with her and you would still been with them other people, it may have took you longer to realize what your behavior was really causing because nobody you were dealing with probably made you feel the way that she made you feel. Right. And that's true. And I didn't know that feeling until it was gone. Right. You know, until and that's gone. where it, well, it can be yep. too late. And that's why I want to tell too people, late. again, you got some people to be pouring in you and you ain't pouring in them. And by the time that they check out, it's too late to check back in with them. Exactly. So my whole thing is to more, pay more attention to what's with you because everybody ain't with you just for money. Well, and I promise you, there's certain people that have been in my life and to this very day, I already know they're in there for purpose. Right. God brought certain people in my life. Other people came in my life for whatever they might have had, their own purpose. But when you know you with that one good spiritual person, the time with you, my goodness, you don't want to lose that. That's the person that you're willing to offset what you do to balance it out, to keep them. And that's why it becomes better for me to understand relationships when I have that kind of relationship. 
Everybody just want to be in love. My whole thing is they showed me love and loyalty before I knew what love and loyalty was. And they wasn't even trying to be in love with me like that. They just seen me having a purpose and a dream, and they wanted me to achieve. There you go. There you go. So, so Ms. Britton, tell us, you know, why do people have a hard time being honest? I mean, I, I really think it's the fear of rejection. Mm-hmm. Um, not being accepted, the judgment of it. Um, and it's hard for people to be vulnerable. Vulnerable, yes. Like, to really tell somebody what you truly desire no matter how they may feel about it, mm. that's a scary situation. Yeah. Because you, you, you're about to lose them. Yeah, you're, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. So you really have to... Living in your truth is the hardest, one of the hardest things you can ever do as you become an adult because we do... Sometimes we say, oh, I don't care what they think. You know, at the end of the day, you will reflect back like, dang, that, I wonder what they thought about that. I mean... right. You, you can get to a certain part in your life where you, it may not weigh as heavy mm-hmm. on you as far as what people think, but you you think about what people think. Yes. So, you know, when you, any type of relationship, especially an intimate relationship, you know, to be in a relationship causes you to be very vulnerable. And sometimes you turn away and see, can this person be the person that I can be truly vulnerable with. Right. Because, you know, you may have experience. I know a lot of people have experience where they thought they know somebody and they don't know that they person. Don't know that person right? And you could be living with a whole stranger for twenty years of a marriage and like they were like, hold up, what? Who is this person? Right. We watch so many movies about it, but definitely people go through it. Right. So right. I yeah. think that's why. Yeah, fear of rejection and um, you know, fear of losing something. Fear of hurting somebody, fear of uh, change, fear of losing, you know? Um, fear, period. Yeah. You just scared. And, and, and I, love the idea, <laughs> I love the idea that being in love, you know, being in love, being in heavy, like having a relationship creates vulnerability. And, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you have to weigh. You, you, I think everybody's always weighing to some degree in their minds that, you know, if, if I say this to that person, if I tell them the truth right now, they might just, you know, push me away. They might, you know, and I don't want to take that chance. I just don't want to take the chance of pushing them away. And so I fear that they just might go south. And so I'm, I'm just going to hold back. And, uh, you know, that's certainly not the right thing to do. My question, I guess, ultimately here, uh, as we engage in the second half of the show is, you know, how do you strengthen someone to tell the truth? You know, how do you, you know, we know that throughout the world, most people are not telling the truth. Mm-hmm. We know there's a lot of lying. There's a lot of cheating. There's a lot of unnecessary behavior going on. And you're supposed to be in a relationship. Yeah. How do you, how do you strengthen somebody to go and tell the truth? The only thing I can tell you is, uh, and I just put it out there, shit. My business partner is one last son of a gun. I, I don't understand why he cannot be honest, okay? And But I'm not going to just keep talking about him. My whole thing is I move away from him. He can be this way, and we might be business partners, but that don't have to associate with me, and I don't have to go that direction. I've seen it countless times, but I don't, I don't like dealing with that up close. So the best thing I can do is, Push myself away. Yeah. I keep it honest. Like you, you can tell that lie. Some come to me. Oh no. Right. I don't know what you're talking about because he's not gonna associate me with lies. 
I didn't build a company on lies. I don't do that. Right. I, I build it on my, my integrity and my reputation. Mm-hmm. I put that on the line every day I go to work. He don't put it on the line. I do. So when I hear somebody that's doing something that's boastful and, and negative towards anybody, I'm that person that's got to stand stronger than that person. Yeah. And that's why a lot of my people understand me and love to work for me, not just because of who all I partner up with. Yeah. Because it, when, you know what's interesting about that equation? He, he's very interested in protecting you kind of from his lie. Right? He's interested in protecting you from his lie, but he's doing damage all the while. Right, it's, I like, it's like it's, it's like it's you know it's hard. It's like okay, I don't want to disappoint Jay with this information. So, right. but Jay gonna find out anyway, anyway. within a couple of days. Right, right. And so now you, you tell me a lot. Yeah, now but you, you. But you understand right. what, what, what happened to my trust? Right. Forget forget anything else that you gave me the cushion because we might have overspent and this that and, and blew the budget. Okay, but by you telling me something else and I find out the truth other than do you through common sense of figuring out other numbers, right. these things ain't adding up. Now, my trust factor is just like a relationship. And it's done. It's, yeah, yeah, I'm having a hard time. I'm, I'm not going to feel the same. And I feel like relationships, same thing. If I keep hearing things and I'm seeing something different, I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to ask questions. And, and, going, and in, my, in my case, I'm going to assess the situation and I'm going to come to a determination. I'm not going to wait for anybody else to tell me what is happening. I'm not going to even wait for input. I can see it clearly myself. And I'm going to make change. And I'm going to make change. I'm going to make my statement known. And at that point, you know, hurt and feelings really ain't even in the equation. Well, that's a domino effect, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like once you start being dishonest, it's kind of like you're either going to keep being dishonest or it's just going to end up exploding. It's going to end up exploding. Yeah. I because, want to be because the person, the person who you've been <laughs> dishonest, by yourself. yeah, the person who you've been dishonest with, have been able to see things that you didn't know they could see. Yeah, people are very. I think some people can be unanalytical, but I think a, like a perpetual liar is like a person that um, was able to pull the wool over people's eyes. So. You know, a lot of people they do that. That's yeah. what they do. That's I what mean, they do. They're good at it. Yes. And yes. they don't like they never get in the situation really too much. And if they do, they know how to get out of it. Right. They're but, slick. You know, slick and, like a slick Willie. It's right? the crazy. You know, slickster can of oil. A slickster. Yeah. You Slicker know, than a mug. They can. Uh, they can. You know, weasel their way out of any out situation. Of, out of everything and but, anything. You know. I don't know. I think the true way for someone. I guess you said to trust you enough to be honest. I mean, the only thing you can really do is just try to really lead by example. I agree. You that's can, you that's can, one of the things, that, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can, that's like you can't one ask thing. me to be honest, and I don't feel and, like you are. Right, right, right. <laughs> You can lead by example, but they have to be seeing that. They do have to. So you have to speak with your words and act with your behaviors. But, you know, sometimes, like, going back to like being a teacher and then dealing with people with being like in business for myself. Mm -hmm. It's like, you kind of have to coach people to, to um, make them do what you feel like, okay, this is the right way to do. So if you want someone to trust you, you start sharing bits and pieces of information. Yes. And make them feel comfortable. And they're like, okay, well that person felt comfortable enough for sharing that information Okay, so next time we talk about something, maybe I won't be so uncomfortable. Maybe I share a tablet. 
And as you open it up piece by piece by piece, you would get to a place where if that's a genuine thing that you're that you're really trying to do, you're trying to build. You're trying unless to build. You, you know, right. build the trust. Right. You know, make them feel comfortable enough to share things with you. You have to start opening up as well. It's like, right. like you said, you have to take the first step. If you want to see change, you have to be the change. Right. Right. So. You know, I, I'm not sure where I'm going here, but, you know, if if they start changing, um, you know, if, if they start changing and being a little more covert, <laughs> right, ah. right. They can change. They can get a little more calculated. They they know what you need. They know what you know, and so they start sharing information that's just readily, easily for you to swallow and attainable. And, and now you and you you begin to see the whole truth, but you see they're sharing bits and pieces with you. You have to ask yourself why are they only sharing bits and pieces with me? Is there more to this story than that? It's that's manipulation. Sure. That is pure manipulation. That's exactly that's, that's right. exactly what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. basically playing off huh. your genuine emotions and then making you believe that they are making a change, but they really just dancing around. They really just dancing around. And they're really doing the same shit they always do. In a right. lot of meetings, I had the same issue. And I'm gonna <laughs> tell y'all how I handled it differently. I start expressing my needs of what I needed done. I didn't have to play no more of the word games or with the game. Right. Uh, we're watching videos about stuff that's not even uh, really current to what my people are going through. Right. I started taking that video and I was like, okay, now I know y'all seen that. Let's get this into a way that y'all can understand it better because what they just showed you, I understand the safety. Y'all know the safety part of it. Now I need to understand the objective of what they're telling me we need to be at. Now, at this point, they already know this is the level of what they hold me to. And I have to hold you guys. But let's, let me tell you what it is. And I'm going to put it on the table because, again, if y'all want to see me fire, this is what's going to get me up out the door. Right. And I'm going to put it on the line. You know why? Because my life is on the line all the time because I'm always covering them. Right. So when they sat there, they was like, man, they on you like that? Yes. They on me like that. And I have to be on you guys. But I don't have to be on you guys because you got y'all covered. And I got y'all covered. Right. So now we all going to work together. And if we ain't going to work together, we need to find out the weakest link and get them out the door. Right. Because these accidents got stopped. Man, they was hitting everything but the damn lottery. Right. I had yeah. This had to stop. I'm tired of them coming at me. And, and the bottom line, this happened, that happened. And they start talking amongst each other. And they start realizing there was mistakes being made. And there was some things that we was being careless about. And there's information that wasn't being shared. It was a bad area. People always cutting sure. out. We was going over in the area that is high traffic. Why are we going over in high traffic? Nobody said that. But that's how they route it. We're going to reroute. You know what I'm saying? You got to take the initiative to help people along the way, but also put the objective out there. Yeah. We're scared to give them the objective because they, 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 they might know how to get me fired. Right. Man, right. boy, stuff. Yeah, so uh, listen, it's time for us to take another break. I want you folks to stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more Bar Talk with Jay. Right, right after this. Mind of man is capable of anything. All right. okay. Man can alter his life by altering his thinking. Change your mindset, change your life. This is Minecraft with Craftmatic. So you don't gotta worry about being here too hard. Welcome to Minecraft. To another episode of Minecraft. 
my name is Stacy Kraft, and of course all my friends call me Kraftmatic, and I invite you to call me Kraftmatic as well. I am here to share another exciting show with you, and I uh, hope you've been enjoying uh, some of the information that I've been sharing in previous shows. Uh, I'm just pouring my heart out, trying to give you pockets of wisdom that just might help you see the world a little bit better, a little bit clearer, and uh, maybe help you know guide uh, your way in some of this information and some of this great knowledge that uh, is coming out here. Tonight we're going to talk about saying no. There are many of you who are seeing this program, and um, I'm going to ask that you would look back over your life and ask yourself, how many times should you have said no when you did How many times did somebody talk you into doing something that you know you weren't supposed to be doing, or you knew it wasn't the right direction for you, but somehow or another, you got sucked in, you got pulled in, and you said yes when you really should have said no. That's all of us. This world is full of people who know how to talk real slick. They know how to put messages out to you to get you to say yes. They put pressure on you in the way that they address you and the way that they position their questions. And those are people who are always fishing for a yes. We see them all over the place. I'm a salesperson. I fish for yeses as well. And we all, to some degree, fish for yeses. But the problem is, is that there are a lot of people who don't have good intentions for you. A lot of people who may be trying to use you. There are a lot of people who may be trying to take what you have. There are a lot of people who may be trying to lean on your shield, lean on your shoulder, lean on your winnings and your earnings. There are a lot of people who are trying to use up all your time. They want to keep your babysitting. They want to keep you doing their yard. They want to keep you, et cetera, et cetera. They want their intentions to be good. And believe it or not, we do have to have strength to say no. One of the things that people hate to do is say Why no. Is it so people hate to true. say no. I'm in the car business and I can tell you that sometimes people just it rattles their brain and they end up saying yes to something that we don't believe in or really don't want. And so we got to find a way to protect ourselves because oftentimes when you say yes and you don't want to, it's because you're being emotionally pulled. You don't want to disappoint them. You don't want to uh, be a bad on their bad side. You, 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 you're, you're, you're only saying yes because you're trying to protect the relationship. You're being pressured and in some cases manipulated into these situations. And so I'm putting forth a challenge to you tonight, as I do in many of my shows, to find a way to protect yourself and start saying no to things that are not for your highest good. Now, I learned the art of saying no to people who were in independent consultant type business and the network marketing. Uh, I used to get a lot of requests from those people. And they would be great people asking them to come to meetings. And they would be great people asking me to hear their ideas and watch their videos and read their books and look through their pay plans. And I, for a long time, I gave them an opportunity. I said, well, yeah, maybe you can teach me something. Maybe you can help me get into something that will make a difference. And so I started to see that those things weren't for me. 
But yet I continued to go when they asked me. Because they had a way of asking that was a little pressure. I didn't want to upset the environment in some cases. So I would go. And then I began to say, Stacy, why are you going to these meetings? They don't make no sense for you and your goals. They could very well make sense for you, so don't miss a million dollar opportunity. But for me, it didn't make sense. Why are you saying yes? And I said, I shouldn't be saying yes. And so I began to adopt a policy of being honest with myself before I'm honest with anybody else. If it doesn't fit my goal, I have to say no. If it doesn't follow my moral standard or my ethics and my values, I have to say no. If I feel like somebody's taking advantage of me, I have to say no. And you don't have to say no cut and dry. There's very, uh, there's, there's very soft ways to say no. If somebody asks you to go to, a, if somebody asks me to go to another one of those meetings, I'll say something simply like, "I really appreciate the fact that you might believe in me enough, but it's really not a great fit for me right now. But I appreciate the opportunity." Okay. Uh, some segments will call that a sandwich. I put love in front of it. I send the, dark, the bad news, and then I put love on the backside of that message. But either way, I softly share it with them. No. People say, well, hey, man, can I borrow some money? Hey, you know, I'd love to help you, man, but I'm really not sure where I am. Give me some time. Give me a little bit of time to think about it, and I'll get back with you tomorrow. And, of course, when I take that time, I can build my strength to say no, and then I'll say no. So, and if I'm going to hand it, if I'm going to give it to them, then I'll at least have an opportunity to put it in place. So when I make that phone call to them, I can go ahead and give it to them. But um, we've got to learn, folks, some kind of technique to be able to protect ourselves in these situations. We're being taken advantage of through what we call mind and emotional power. People are using your senses to get you to do what they want you to do. And if you don't feel that it's right, simply say, uh, that doesn't feel right for my spirit, that doesn't feel right for my path, but I really appreciate the opportunity. Saying no can save you a great deal of time. Saying no can protect your value system. Saying no can all right. right, welcome back. Welcome back, man. On that one right there, man. Craft is dead on. Sometimes we do have to say no, and I like the fact you put love on it because I stopped putting love on it. Yeah. I'll give it to you just straight up. Yo, dog, can, hey man, hey, can you give me some money? I'll be like, no, bro. I show sure, okay. Nope. Man, come on, man. So, man, let me get on my feet, man. I ain't never known you have ever been on your feet. It seems like every damn time you come to me. You always down and out, and you keep coming with the same thing. So how about I just help you out and realize I'm not going to give you anything, okay? I'm not doing it. Man, why are you being so cold? Because somebody needs to be cold to your ass, because all you keep doing is coming and begging, all right? I ain't never seen you while I'm get a job. I ain't never seen you try to do nothing, but you see I'm out here struggling, and you want to come to me, but you don't go to nobody else. You ain't pawn that TV. I see that big old TV you got. Bigger than the TV I got. Pawn that bad boy. When, when you find a struggle, then you understand why I'm not giving you mine. Right. Because I'm working hard for mine, and you ain't trying to work hard for it because you feel like somebody should entitle your ass. I'm going to entitle you to go figure that out. So guess what? No. And guess what? It's on cold. And y'all scared to do it. Send their ass to me. Send the bar talk with Jack. I tell them, y'all want to keep giving away y'all damn, come give, and then y'all send it to me. Because I'm going to tell them. 
all day long. Talking about when they come up on it, they ain't came up yet. They ain't gonna come up. They're gonna take your money and run with it, and you're gonna be shorter than a mug. Come on over here, give your money to me. Okay? They ain't gonna pay you back. Why would they? Because you're a sucker. <laughs> I mean, come on now. Help me help y'all. Come on. Go to Jay. Let Jay say, call me up. Jay, go ahead and tell him. No. All right? And then you got to say, no, no. I'm going to say, well, they'll be like, Jay, why are you so cold? It's not about being cold. We all got to work together. I can give and I can do a lot for a lot. But show me some work. I work hard for mine. Work hard for yours. But if you stay at home and, well, because the pandemic, this, that, you can let that stop you any way you want to do, but I'm still out here and I'm hustling and I'm grinding. But your pain is supposed to be my pain. Yeah. And I'm working through the pain. Not really. Yeah. We, yeah. we don't get. worry. Yeah. It's just no. So tonight, <laughs> folks, we're, we're talking about the title of our subject tonight is why is it so hard, even for people over 40, to be honest, about wanting to see other people? It basically suggests that um, people are lying. What do, do, what do you do with a liar? How do you deal with a liar? At what point do you stop a liar? At what point will you say enough is enough? At what point will you start to believe in them again? What, what is there, you know, how do you deal with a liar? Well, we want her for them. <laughs> yeah, we're looking at you, girl. Go ahead. Just What's your thoughts? I mean... To deal with a liar, it's I don't know. It's just a lot because mm-hmm. you you don't you don't really know. You don't know what's real. You don't know what's fake. Right. And that's that's the whole issue. I don't know what's real, and I don't know what's fake. Right. Um. You may really want to believe them. Right. But at a point, if you got to the point where you really want to believe them, but they come with another lie, I mean, you really just gonna have to try to walk away. At that point, but that's easier said than done. I feel like people know when they're done, when they don't even think about it. They just, it's just over. It's just over. Yeah. Right. And people got different tiers of what they can tolerate. You are a different person. You may be able to tolerate something. I may not be able to tolerate. I mean, everybody has their own level of tolerance when it comes to dealing with another human being and dealing with things that make them really uncomfortable. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really never really had too much patience with anything when I was dating. Like, okay. I, mm, I'm just like, if I see one thing, I'm like, okay, that's enough for me. And it could be like, girl, it's only, yeah, that's enough for me. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I, mean, I, like I like that because, but, Jesus. Go ahead. I mean, it's just, that's just who I was. And I never really told people what they should and should not. I mean, I might say my opinion, but it's like, as I grew up and being around, like, seeing my family and the women in my family, it's like, I had to really sit back and look at everything at all angles because, you know, it's some things that can really have you doing things and acting a certain way and saying certain things because people really do have the power, especially, like, people can have power over you, especially people that lie, like, if they can yeah. lie, they're a bomb-ass manipulator. Yes, they're a bomb-ass manipulator. So, and- that's just a that's a situation in itself. Not only do I got to get over you lying, but I'm like, okay, so you I'm wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Got you second-guessing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I should never put that pressure on you to make you go lie. Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> but that is the truth, and you don't you don't get it. They don't get it until it's really too late. Until it's really you too really late. you really have to be tremendously embarrassed. Wow. Yes. For you to really take it, like, okay, I I really am embarrassed. Right. Before you stop lying. <laughs> right, basically. Before, no, you stop dealing, yeah, dealing with the line. Yeah. yeah. And see, and, yeah, the line has to really embarrass you to a point of no return. Right. Mm-hmm. You be like, I'm done. Yeah, it has to set you outside of your own boundaries. Yeah. Because I, I work with all your lives for all this time, so it's a tolerance. I can tolerate you. Yeah. But when you do it to a point where you lying to my mom or you lying to somebody I love, or it's it's interfering with you know my future or my yeah. personal yeah. life, or I, I can't way. do this. Yeah. It's just you didn't went too far. But yeah. they know that liars. They know that what their what your tolerance is. They a liar does. Mm-hmm. They start mm-hmm. to learn you. They start yeah. to understand what you will what do. Type what type of lie they can tell? How yeah. far of a lie they can tell? Yeah. What parts of a lie they can tell? Yeah. <laughs> what not to talk about? What, what? you know? What to tell what, another lie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly right. They know how to. You, you ever, they remember their lies. Yeah. Why wouldn't a lot of good lies remember? Hey, lies. <laughs> That's why I'm not a good liar. I can't remember my lie. Yeah. I can't. I'm like, oh, I said. <laughs> and then it just I'm comes to a, a point liar. where I can't even remember did I say it did I not say it and I'm just stuck I just can't say nothing you can't say nothing because I'm like I'm right. gonna get caught up either way because I can't remember if I said it or if I didn't say it and the person who perceives the lie can always see more than you think they can see <laughs> they can always they're looking at your facial expressions they're looking at your tone of voice they're looking at the time that it was supposed to have been they're looking at you know your attitude about it they're looking what you did, what you didn't do. They're looking at this behavior that you're exemplifying and they're seeing these patterns. They're seeing these patterns of behavior. Like, okay, every time he lies, he tries to tell a joke. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Every every time he lies, he, you know, he wanna he wanna stop talking about the conversation. Or he'll look away. Or he'll look away. Or, you know, he'll he'll ask me to start answering questions, you know, rather question than a, with a question, question with a question, right? Um I mean, and give us nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, we know. but we would answer the question though. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> to prove that we're not lying. Right. No, they don't like, us. What, what, what was what did I even ask you? Like, come on. Yeah. One of the things I really liked it, that you said here is that once I see one thing, yeah. I pretty much you pretty much can apply that one behavior to just about every other thing about that person in most cases. Right. If that's how they treat you, if they're a little manipulative, if they lie, if they slight a hand, you know, if they do that a little bit, that is more than likely who she is. But you might not, you might not put them out right now. You might no. not, you might not fire them at that point. No. But you'll realize that that is who they are. You know what people do though when they do that mm-hmm. is see how far they can go. It's a test. It's a test. Hmm. You know, okay, if she, if this person shuts this down. Okay, I can't do this right here. Mm-hmm. But if you love no, mm, that don't sound right. Or no, I don't agree with that. Okay, this this one's a thinker. Okay, so now they got to switch it up. Yeah, you feel they like? got to come from a different angle. Right, they got to switch it up. They got yeah. like you said, people have to learn you, but they they give you people. Come on now, we all know people seeing you. They representatives. What? Yes. yes, I I, I love representative. Yeah. I might. Sometimes I love the representative. representative. Yes, you always love representative. Yeah, that's, that's what the representative is for. Yeah. 
And then when I when I see you, that, that that's the person I don't like. So when you I mean, come out to be you, you done messed up to me. I should have seen you from the beginning. I gave you me. Now I gotta find out you. So I already feel betrayal. But, but you but you know that if if she if, if she tell you a little white lie. Right, or mm. she tell you that she was in one place, and you find out she was at another place. Mm. You can take that one little incident, and you probably can start finding the same pattern in just about every other area. And and it's unfortunate, you know, maybe it's fortunate. It's fortunate that we have the gift of discernment to be able to apply principle okay, to yeah. the to the character of people, right? Mm. Because yeah, if you know, if a person if a person will take something small from you. Mm. They more than likely will take something big. Right? If they can get away with a white lie, they'll probably be okay with telling a big lie. Right? They didn't get um, caught with the little. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get caught with the little. There's no accountability, right? So they, they start to believe that they're invincible. Right. They're invincible liars. Right. But we will always see the truth. Right. And uh and so what did you do with liars? You know, you tolerate them for as much as long as you can until, uh, till you know, really shit hits the fan, or you just absolutely get disgusted. Uh, because the, the reality is, is when you when you're in a position where you don't know what's real and you don't know what's fake, that your power is being taken from you. It's being it's being manipulated from you, and now you're operating on this false ground where you thought they were for you. You thought they were in your corner. You thought they would. You know they would look out for you when all the while they were doing something quite the opposite, right? And so um, you know I'm again once I see something I'll I'll have a conversation with somebody and be just as friendly and loving, coerce, cooperate, chop it up, right? And then I go away and realize that they lied or they did some old bullshit, manipulated, said something behind my back, right? When I come back into that person's company. I'm just as bubbly as I was last time. Mm. But I'm looking at them like yeah, you sideways, yeah. dog. You know, you super sideways and I can see right through you. And then after a while, I'll just drift away. Right. I'll just drift away like, you know, I'm I'm not even going to introduce any information around this person because they're going to take it or run the wrong way or spread rumors or whatever the case right. may be. So they don't have to know how no, I feel. they don't. You just know how to move around them. You just know how to move around them. You and know. that's ultimately what you have to do with liars is yeah. you have to move around them. Mm-hmm. That's, there you go. You have to move around. Yeah. You have to move around them. Because well, uh, if they don't, if they, if, if they do not know that you know like they don't know which way to go. They don't know how far they can go. Nope. They don't right. know how to test you because they like, okay, is bothered, unbothered. Okay, I don't know. And and sometimes, basically, most of the time, that's the best way to treat them. That's the best way to treat them. You gotta keep them in the unknown. Mm-hmm. I I think the unbothered mode. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. tell you all day long. One of the ways the best deal with is that way. Yeah. Instead of confronting them on a lot, because mm-hmm. you're gonna hear another one. Right, right. Yeah, I don't address them. I don't address them because I tell you no lies. I, I remember the lie they told me. Right. right. I remember you a lot better than you told me. Right. It's easy for me to try to catch you up, but my whole thing is that I don't fix a lie. It makes a lie go another direction. Yeah, right. go my whole thing is don't stay on your damn direction. Yeah. Because you try to lead me somewhere anyway, so I'm, I'm going to better see where you're trying to go. 
Because I'm trying to go somewhere else. I already see it because I'm being led. Right. That's what your lie was manipulating me for whatever you feel it should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My own thing is I'm trying to seek out of where you're trying to go. Exactly. And I'm going to probably either beat you to it or I'm not going to meet you there. Exactly. Right. One or the other. But bottom line is we're game recognized game. Right? Yeah. So the more you keep doing you, I'm going to do me. So and exactly. at the end of the day, you, you wonder why I'm, I'm gone. Do me. Exactly. Your ass knew from the beginning. I can catch up. I'm not dumb. Right. This night, most times when oh, you deal they, with somebody. But but that's how they do. They play you dumb. They try right, to, but right? they hate it, though. They hate when you do that move around. They hate when you don't conversate. Like, I have so many people that I've been in the workforce with, and as soon as I catch something and I break away mm-hmm. because I don't even want to entertain the foolishness, like, even they behind. be begging for the attention. Mm-hmm. I see you wasn't even in that last conversation we had. What's going on? You. Right. Or if you don't even act like they be looking at you real. Okay, so they not even interjecting. And then they like, is, is you okay today? Oh, I'm fine. Are you okay? Yeah, because you know what the hell you said to people about me. You know what Are you okay? Yeah. It's like, I think people feel like they have to try to manipulate everybody they're around because really that's an insecurity. Yes. Because they can't really be themselves. So they constantly tell lies. They constantly try to manipulate you. They can't be themselves. So you can't be yourself. I mean, what are you doing? You trying to play people all day, all day, all day long and trying to present something or try to make it seem like you 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 trying to fit in some type of way, but you're doing it in a negative aspect. Right. Right. And uh and you got caught. You yeah. got caught black and white. And so if a liar gets caught what should they do? Then we're gonna take a break. We're gonna take a break. Uh, I agree. Yeah, we're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be right back with uh, our final uh, session of Bar Talk with Jay. Right after this. Action. And welcome to Minecraft. My name is Stacy, and I've got another exciting idea about how to keep yourself laser focused in life. One of the greatest challenges that we all have is that there's so many things to do. Everybody's multitasking. You have to be a mother or a father. You have to be a good employee. You have to be a good neighbor. You have to be a good manager of your money. You got to take care of the pets. You got to take care of the kids. You got to all of these things to take care of. And oftentimes, in the midst of a very busy life, we miss the opportunity to remind ourselves of where we're really headed. And so what I'd like you to do is a very simple exercise. It's called Remind Yourself. I want you to take a clean sheet of paper, and I want you to write down your top three goals. You may write down your top three goals for the month. You may write down your top three goals for the quarter. You may write them down for the remainder of the year. But I want you to take a clean sheet of paper, write your three top goals on it, and I want you to put those goals on your refrigerator. I want you to put that written statement or that typed out statement on the mirror in your bathroom. I want you to put that statement on the nightstand next to your bed. I want you to take that same statement, fold it up, and put it in your pocket so that every single time you reach in your pocket, you're going to pull out a sheet of paper that reminds you of where you're headed in life. There's too many things going on that can distract us from our goals. And when we get distracted, what happens is we start paying attention to things that have no value for us. We start saying yes to things that we should otherwise push away and get focused on our goals. And so this is a great way to remind yourself of what you want to achieve. 
My whole premise in Minecraft is that thoughts create reality. If I have more thoughts about my desires and what I want and where I'm headed, then I'm going to have more synchronistic activity going on in my life because my mind is starting to attract and to draw those things to me. You see, the goal that you have isn't going to happen because you just go and get it. You're going to have a certain consciousness, and it's going to begin attracting everything necessary for the achievement of that goal. Well, if you're not reminding yourself, then you're not headed in the direction of your highest desires. All I'm trying to do is keep you focused. And I know. Keep That's why I'm not track gonna, to what I'm you not gonna want to achieve yeah, in your life. Don't leave any life on the table because you don't have a way or a system to remind yourself of what's important. Putting your fingers on the refrigerator can be a mandated exercise for every person in the house. You should stop by the refrigerator or stop by that sign in the, in the bathroom at your nightstand. Read it two, three, four, five, ten times a day. Continue to remind yourself of what you want. And I assure you that you'll begin seeing very synchronistic activity that will start leading you in the path to your highest and truest goals in life. My name is Stacey, this is Minecraft, and I'm just trying to help you become your greatest possibility, and i got a lot more to share with you on these subjects. And they got money. Well, we know that. All right, welcome back with Bar Talk with Jeff. Folks, welcome back. We are, uh, we're going to try to wrap this show up. Good luck, Big us. Bang. Uh, tonight, we're, we're talking about really honesty and integrity. You know, that's, that's the major issue here. Uh, why is it so hard, even for people over 40, to be honest about wanting to see other people? Why do you lie about seeing other people? Why do people cheat? Why do people not tell the truth? Is uh, sometimes beyond me. And the reality is, is that most of the people are not going to tell you the truth. And, and we got to find a way to get through that. We got to find a way to be decisive. We have to find a way to start discovering the truth early. We have to actually take into account what they're showing us and what we know. We have to believe in ourselves and we cannot believe in this real or unreal thing. We have to... Uh, we got to really make some adjustments in our spirit when we're operating in the company of those who are dishonest. Mm -hmm. And um, that's not necessarily an easy thing to do because once you feel yourself betrayed by someone, um, you know, the question is, do you address it? And if you address it, you know, how's that going to turn out? In most cases, you know, the liar will deny. Wasn't me. I didn't do it. Don't, you know, don't worry about it. You tripping, da 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 da, da. Make you feel bad about trying to address the issue at hand. And so um, we've covered so many wonderful ideas uh, about this subject tonight. Um, you know, I think the, the, the premier idea that came out of it is, you know, are people willing to be honest with themselves? And if you find somebody who's constantly misleading themselves, lying to themselves, selling themselves dreams, mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about pie in the sky and they ain't even off first base, <laughs> you know, uh, they don't believe in themselves. They don't love themselves. You can quite, you can tell easily they don't even trust themselves. Um, you got to see that. And uh, there are a lot of those people in the world and, uh, you know, a lot of people are not healing, so they're still hurt. Um, there's a lot of soft people and soft means that I can't stand in truth. I have to stand in what I want you to believe. 
I can't stand with, with telling you what really happened because I'm fearful of rejection. I'm fearful that you're going to get mad with me. I'm fearful that you're not going to like me anymore or that you're going to leave me and go find somebody else. Right? Um, you know, keep in mind, you know, liars um, play it safe. Right? They talk around it. They never talk what's real. You know, they, um, you know, they, you know, they're they're just control freaks. Yeah, they don't right. want to deal with the truth. They don't want to deal with the truth. I think, lies. I think into their in their world, they're speaking into what they feel. Sometimes people live within outside reality. Mm-hmm. I feel like some liars is liars because they see things differently than we do. They don't look at reality. They look at things how they want it to be. They have to. And that way, I can. I, I, I'm not manipulating you. I'm just letting you see things how I perceive it. Yeah. But you know it's a damn lie. You know good and well it's nowhere near what you're saying. You know what? I, I got a a buddy of mine, right? Guy I know, been knowing him for a few years. And um, when I first met him, probably the first year, it was always intriguing to be in his company because he had great stories. Mm. I mean, he had these super powerful stories about what he did this and how he ran that, how he escaped trouble and how he made lots of dough and he got key on this business and he macked that chick and he was this and that. And he, you know, all of his stories were just glorified. Storytelling. Right? Yeah, he was a storyteller. And, um, and, and I just happened to be relating one of them real good stories <laughs> to one of our other buddies, mm-hmm. you know, who worked with me. And when I told him the other story, he said, hey, man, who told you that? <laughs> he said, "Oh, he said, oh, bro, you must don't know. You can't really pay. You can't really buy into his stories. He's he's fat. He's a fibber. You know what I mean? He instigates a lot. You know his his fish keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, you you can't really trust that, right? So uh, two years later, I'm talking to another gentleman uh, who also had worked with us." And I mentioned one of my buddy's stories, and he said, he said, oh, now, you know, you know, you can't listen to him. <laughs> you know, you can't pay attention to him, right? Because apparently in his head, he feels like he can tell me these stories. And not that I go and share them with somebody else. You know, I keep right. his business his business. But, right, right. you know, I've just shared a few great ideas that might have come from him. And uh, everybody knows him as a liar. Uh, and so now, now I know I cannot trust anything. That he says. I got a confession. I, I got what a confession. Did, Jack? It's not like that, but I got a confession. When I was okay. younger and I was in school, I had somebody sit across from me and he was telling this girl how big he was and what this. Uh-huh. And she came back and she bragged about, oh no, he wasn't nothing. He, he ain't had nothing. Now, only thing I heard was he talked about it, he got it. I ain't getting nothing. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and she told me how he lied, but yeah, he got it. So I said, okay. So you oh, know, so lying, like a lie. Yeah, lying. Get uh, you. So my whole thing is, hold on. Before I was this lala, we talk about the size now. I said, him, hey, So I started telling people, you know, she, you know, yeah, I'm gonna break your back. And there's nothing different now. I mentioned on the show. I'm trying to tell. You, I said, yeah, it's the great. Nothing changed from okay. when I learned this in school, young school. The difference between me and him, I didn't lie. He told a lie. I didn't know if you put something out, it can happen. He lied about size and everything else, and she took it upon herself to find out, got disappointed, told everybody. 
Now, to me, it was a total embarrassing situation for that young man. So I said I'll break back. Somebody took me up on my off. They came back and they said I did. Guess what? So it became a simple situation where I learned like that I did. It's a lie, boy. Because, no, I'm just saying, like, somebody, if, you, if, you tell, if you say that, somebody uh-huh. know good damn well you ain't going to break nobody back. Right. So whoever played into that, they knew good guy, they just wanted to, to get it. And that's what I wanted. It worked for me. My whole thing is I never knew who was really wanted because I was quiet. I kept it quiet. I started broadcasting some things. Things changed. So, the whole thing is I never took it to the degree of somebody else. I took it right. on my degree. My degree of breaking back, right? I'm not going to try to break you back. My whole thing was I was putting things out there because I did want some things. And things happen. <laughs> it's up to you if how you want to manipulate. And listen, I and, manipulate and, it not off a lot. I manipulate off some things I want. I'm just listen, being real with you because I still do it to this very day. I have met a many of people. Some of my frat brothers who just believe that telling a woman I love you gets them what they want. And that, I oh, know it that, that, that lie is the most dumbest lie I ever. Because then they be flipping out when when somebody's standing outside yep. their crib and they and they popping up on you at your yep. house and you really you're surprised. Why are you surprised? You told her you love You told me love. You Why are you surprised? Love, right? You don't hear that come out of my mouth too often. Yeah. I feel like a man that don't really care in my experience, because you know, women, they like the the women do like to chase. They like to chase, yes. And I have been caught up in a chase before. Uh-huh. So women, most women like the chase. Yeah. So if you tell a woman, just be honest with a woman. You tell a woman that's out of ten a woman, more than likely if she really likes you, she's gonna stick around. Mm-hmm. You dating other women. You going out with other women, you doing whatever with other women necessarily is not going to stop her from being with you. And that's how a ten a woman is going to more likely respect it because now she know how she needs to move. Right. But at the same time, women do like sometimes not having that string attached. Okay. You know what I mean, and, okay. and men have to start realizing this. You know, they have to start realizing that honesty is really the best thing because you give people a choice, and if you give people a choice, what people feel like. I'm in control. Right. Everybody wants to be in control. So if you give somebody a choice, they have that control. So right. the moral to the story is over 30, under under 40, just you don't have to lie about what you're doing. Right. Because either way, a woman, if she really likes you, she don't care how many people you sleep with. She don't care how many people you're dating. Just treat her with some respect. And and, and, and you like right, it. and she's gonna keep on until I don't know. Maybe she finds somebody that they really want to commit, and maybe she'll be ready. But yeah, so she'll listen to your lies until she finds what she wants, right? right? She and most women do don't that. want the they don't want they don't want the hassle. That's why a lot of women, that's not ten, they don't they don't mind because the other woman can do whatever. You 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 spend time with you cook, you clean, you wash the clothes, and then we just chill. Right. You just take me to dinner. Right. That's why it's so easy for men to cheat. That's so easy. It's so easy for men to cheat because the women, when you get them, they like, listen, let your man do whatever she want to do. So you really don't ever have to lie. You right. just, just need to be honest. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's a great way to wrap up our show. Um, this has been Bar Talk with Jay. 
My name is Craft Maddie. This is my boy Smooth Ooh, J. Yeah, this is our guest Brittany in the house. Brittany, tell them how do I find you again? You can find me on Instagram at B Ray Lifestyle. That's B R A E Lifestyle. I am an Atlanta metro area realtor. Check out my page. DM me, message me. My number's on there. You can text me. There you go. And uh, we want to thank you folks for being here with us tonight. Uh, we are here every Thursday, 7 to 9, Facebook Live. We're over four and a half years. September 17th will be five years yes. of Bar Talk with Jay. Yes. We're putting this, this work together just to try to edify the spirit of mankind, help people grow, help people see a different way, understand a different light about life, trying to be real and keep it real. So uh, we just want to be leaders in our own community. And we thank you so much for being here with, the, with us tonight. Uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Keep liking, subscribing. And with that, folks. We are out. Ain't no last call here. Bar talk, Jishu.